In the last episode of Drama, we met our cohort of intrepid adventure. Archie, a smooth-talking, wrestling rogue. The Kid, a fighter who occasionally chooses violence. Trog, a red and gold speckled toad. Sorry, I mean a frog. And an as-of-yet unnamed large hairy purple. Archie and Kid, as a favor to an old friend, Horace Pendleton, agree to infiltrate a smuggler's <clears throat> ship, steal some encoded documents, capture or kill the captain, and finally scuttle the ship. <clears throat> Initially intended as a stealthy mission, Kid had other plans and immediately lit the ship on fire, which ironically caused enough panic amongst the crew for the two to slip into the ship and investigate. Upon investigating the hold of the ship, Archie and Kid came across both Trog and the Furbald, captured earlier by the Pumpkins, as well as a large cache of Alchemist fire. As the fire spread, most of the crew abandoned ship, and our group was able to return to Horus without much hassle. Wanting to finish the job properly, the group snuck to the nearby island, climbed the cliffs surrounding the beach, and engaged with the rest of the crew, intent on either capturing or killing the captain. With a sleep spell from Trog knocking out several of the crew, the party engaged with the remaining pirates, spying several, and managing to take both the captain and his first mate alive. In an attempt to force the captain to divulge information about his patron, uh, Kid put the first mate out of her misery, though the captain still remained somewhat tight-lipped. The party eventually decided to take Captain Briggs and his one remaining crew member back to the Raven's Fury to be interrogated further as the remains of his ship burned away. Trog and the Furbolg decided to continue accompanying, accompanying Archie and Kid as the party now rests on the Raven's Fury. So I turn it back to you guys. It's uh, you know, still the same night. You guys didn't have much of a chance to talk if you wanted to. So before you guys tuck in for the night, I'll give you an opportunity to, to do any discussions or talk amongst <clears throat> yourselves if you'd like. I suppose I should start out here by saying, <clears throat> good job. We, uh, we made it out. And you're all rather handy. Yeah, no, I'm I'm quite amazing. Mr. Uh, big Fella, I'm not quite sure. Have I caught your name yet? You you reference this n- name. I do not know what that is. All right. Well, a name is uh is what they call you. It's how we uh differentiate you from another um, big, hairy, sweaty fella. We had no need for this. I come from the Moonrise clan. We were all just druids, watchers. I don't feel the need for one, but if you need to give me a name, I am comfortable with that. Alright, well, 
I am a master of nicknames, if they uh, do say so myself. Hmm. What about Mooney? That's what we'll call you. Mooney. That is fine by me. All right, well, I suppose. I think we, uh, we need to get some information out of this, uh, this captain yet. I, I don't think we quite got what we needed. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that answers left and, uh, and answered. For one, how'd you two find yourselves on that ship? Well, you know, everyone's a critic. You know, I, I was, I was out, I was playing my songs for my people's. And, you know, there were some people that didn't like that, so they put this bag over my head, and then I just woke up in that little crate. All right, and was that somewhere local? Where'd they capture you? You said you were singing in a bar. That might help us figure out about why, where they're coming from. Similar to the the furry one over there. We're not very good with names. We just like to call each other stuff. But, uh, you know, so we don't really have names for towns or whatever you guys call those things. We just kind of, we just kind of wander around, you know? Well, I suppose not very helpful, but, uh, Can I do a on his voice? Because I can hear all of this. Is he being truthful when he says that he, that there's no names of anything near him? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, go ahead, go ahead and make an insight shot. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 15. 16 minus 1. I mean, you've never seen a grung before. You, you don't really have much information on them. So for all you know, he could be telling the truth. So just using voice inflection, I couldn't tell if, like, it was it was rising a note, if it was, you know, if anything about his voice indicated to me that Nah, I mean, nothing Nothing would make you feel like it's a lie. How about you, furry guy? Where are you from? I am from the Dravmore Forest. The darkest point far north. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but that's cool. <laughs> we have been having issues with corrupted spirits I came here to solve that issue well I tell you what corrupted you do with spirits yes you said well you said corrupted spirits so what you gotta do when you when you're trying to make your alcohol you, there's a special process you gotta do to make sure it doesn't get corrupted. Trust me, trust me. Alcohol. I'm sure we can find someone to help you with, with your, your, your alcohol distilling process. That'll, that'll fix all the corruption in your spirits. Alcohol. <laughs> Another new word. Oh, buddy. I'll teach you a little bit about alcohol. Don't you worry. Maybe alcohol will... <laughs> Fix my family's issues. Oh, buddy. Alcohol will fix any problem you got. Oh, I, for as one, you guys have been talking about it, Horace, Horace has taken the captain at 
his uh, <clears throat> one remaining crew member to them up, and he's leading them presumably down into like like the like the brig. Yeah, is where we're assuming. Okay, Captain Briggs is now in the brig. All right. Well, <clears throat> oh, I think. It's probably best if I follow old horse there. See if I can uh, get a little information. And I'm going to take off after horse. Okay, so you, with horse, he's leading him down to the brig. Pushing him in there, locking him up in the cage. Okay. Um, one second. One hour later. I don't know why, Andrew, but that toothpick you have really pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, sorry. You, you sounded so hurt when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I felt really good about it. I don't know. You need like a banjo or something. I think. Hmm. Banjo. That's a good like idea. Banjos exist in D and D. It's liars. Can you get like a liar banjo? Yeah. I'll, uh, it'll be, it'll probably be a little bit more expensive than the toothpick, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't want to piss off the DM. Mate, you'll get, if you learn how to play the banjo just for this, you'll get so much inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay, so you guys are down in the brig. Arch is gonna right, you. We're down in the brig? Down at the brig. Arch is going to turn around. After he locks him up, he's like, thanks, friend. You really helped me out of a spot there. Anytime, mate. Now, if you don't mind, I've got a few more questions for that there, Captain. Be my guest. I was gonna take him back. Oh. To, gonna take him back to Stillwell, but if you can get information out of him. Well, let's see if we can uh, figure some things out. And I'd like to. Uh, you said he's he is he in a uh, like a cell or is he like chained to a wall? Like he's what's just going on? Cell. It's like a, He's a, in a cell with bars, yeah. It's it's sort of similar to the room that Furball would have been locked in in the uh, in the first session. Just you know, normal room. There's a slit or like a window with bars in it, locked door. All right. Um, so you can speak to him through the I, window. All right, there, uh, the former captain. Since I uh, generally to be a captain, you need a boat. I've got a few questions for you. And depending on your, your answers, that's going to determine how easy your life and the little home here is for you. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't even acknowledge you're speaking to him. All right. <laughs> Tough guy, yeah? I can appreciate that. You know, I've dealt with a few tough guys in my day. Oh, by the I way, he, can actually, he can't actually see you through the window because you're too short. Threatening him through the door. Hey, <laughs> uh, Horace. Yeah. yeah, buddy. Can you do me a solid there, mate? Can you bring me something to stand on? I'm just a wee little fella. All right. He'll, he'll go grab like a, just a whatever and push it up against the door for you to climb up onto. I'm going to scurry on up. Ah, much better. Now I can see ya. And for my own uh, recollection, could you describe this captain for me? 
He was a half orc, wasn't he? Oh no, that's a horse. Horse, the half orc. Yeah, the captain's just a human. Just a human. Oh, yeah, right. maybe you could make him, maybe peg him in his like forties. Your name was Briggs here. Is that what you said, Captain Briggs? Why well, isn't that ironic? Always find ourselves back there, huh? Well, sir, if you're not going to talk, I'll keep talking because it's something I'm good at. But uh, another thing I'm good at is uh, cutting off toes. That's so, uh, where are your weapons? Those, those weapons there, there were a lot of them. <laughs> now they're on the bottom of the ocean out there. But uh, um, where were they from? Nothing. Really? Huh. That's too bad. I was getting to like you, but uh, it'll be all right. At this point, I'm going to crawl down from the barrel, move it out of the way. I'm going to pull Horace aside. Right. Uh, can you bring me two of your biggest men? I need to uh, secure the captain in there. You see, he doesn't want to talk to me, so... I'm going to have to make him. be fair, there's not many people who do want to talk to you. Yeah, well, I'll have that effect on people. But I think it's best if we just get him back to Stowell first. We can do a good number on him there. And amongst those, amongst those papers, you managed to not burn the dust. We did find a few encoded messages. So once we break that code, we should have some leverage over him. All right, well, at the very least, I'd like to leave something in his cell to uh, make him more comfortable. All right. I feel like I know where this is going. I'm going to uh, open the door, walk in, and, uh, and the, the whole time I've been carrying uh, that little thing that the kid went into. The, uh, I'm, a, I'm visioning it like a lamp, like a, a genie's lamp. I'm gonna carry it in. I'm gonna set him, set him on the ground there, and say, "Yeah, uh, it's a fun little thing there." Yeah, yeah. After a while, might start leaking some stuff. I don't know, but uh, also I'm gonna need to do something, and I'm gonna chain the captain. I'm assuming there's some sort of like uh, ring on the floor. No, I mean it's not meant to be a brig. It was kind of just repurposed into one. It's just more like a storeroom. Oh. On second thought, I'm going to pick the vessel up, take a shit on the floor. <laughs> Walk out of the room, lock the door, <laughs> and, I, and I'd like to set the vessel, like, on the barrel next to the door. I like to imagine you, you came up with that idea and just, it, you did it within that instant. Like, you... You immediately picked it up and just shotgunned, just pap, and just walked out. <laughs> Making full eye contact the whole time. Jack, Jackson Pollock to the side of the wall. Horace, Horace is just like <laughs> rubbing his eyes. <laughs> he's he's right. probably, probably seen it before. Oh, absolutely. Reminds me of that time back in that. Oh, I can't think of any towns right now. 
Seems like seems like you and your frog friend both. Look, I think you guys should go get some rest. I'm gonna drop you guys off. Absolutely. Ass it should take us about a day and a half to get there, so we got time to rest. All right. Well, got, got a friend because ha- you might be able to help your buddies. Well, I don't know if I'd call them buddies. I just kind of wrestling from a sticky situation. I'd hope well, some, anyone would do can, the same. Someone who can help kid, hopefully. Right. Well, Horace, as always, it's been a pleasure. I'm going to head up the stairs and go to my quarters. Uh, I mean, your quarters, there's only really the captain's quarters, so you guys are basically sleeping with the crew. Oh, okay. Well, we're, whatever little... Nubbin yeah, that I did dedicated his mind. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Archie goes off to his bunk. Archie uh, bunker. Archie bunker. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trog, if I recall, last session you found a nice big soup pot that <laughs> you were going to sleep in. Burbog. Where, I don't remember where you said you were going. Mooney, we're calling him now. Mooney, excuse me. You're right. Sorry. Let me write that down literally forgot when it was five minutes ago. <laughs> I, I sleep on empty floor. On the empty floor. All right. When everyone leaves the brig and the vessel's just sitting in there, for the yes. next six hours, do I hear anything coming from either the captain, his crewmate, any noises they make, anything they say to one another? Is there anything that I pick up on? Now, the crew member, as far as you can tell, is still unconscious. Uh, Still missing an eye. And the captain is mostly silent. You can hear, it sounds maybe like he's moving around, you know, maybe walking, pacing, but no no conversations. Um, I had something I wanted to do at the end of the six hours, but if there was anything that was going to happen before then. No, I was just going to bring it to the next morning, if there's something else you wanted to do. Okay, so after six hours passes and I come out of the vessel, I want to walk over to where the crewmate is. He's in another room? No, they're locked in the same room. Okay, um, I'm just going to look through the bars at him. Is he awake? How long had you waited inside the, the vessel for? Six hours. Six hours. I'm gonna say the captain's awake, but the crew member the crew member's like kind of awake, but he's still pretty hurt. He's not really like the sort of semi conscious, almost delirious sort of state. I'm gonna look over at the captain and kind of gesture back at the crewmate. How how long has he been with you? I'm not trying to find out any information that can jeopardize you or compromise what you were doing here. I'm just curious about him. He'll, he'll look at you through the window. He's sitting on sort of on the floor in the corner. Not the corner that Archie did a shit in, but the opposite corner. Um, I would say six months. How old is he? Ask. Did he come on his own, or how did he join your crew? I offered to pay him an appropriate salary. Hard worker, then? I've seen harder. That's what he's told. Oi. 
I'm going to try to get his attention, wake this crew member up. He's just kind of in the corner groaning. Wake up, friend. I think you slept through most of the combat yesterday. So you shouldn't be feeling that bad. He's just going to vaguely gesture towards his empty eye socket. <laughs> right. Right. I'm sorry about that nastiness. What's your name? I almost said John. But it's John. He's John. 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 You know, John, I... I had a brother once. He would have followed me anywhere. Good places, bad places, and I'm sure just by looking at me, maybe you could tell that there was one place, one kind of place I seemed to prefer. And, you know, rubbing elbows with the unsavory sort. And always my brother would come with me. He paid a price for that. And I, I understand sometimes we can't choose the people we follow. But sometimes we can. And you getting wrapped up with this guy probably wasn't, probably wasn't the best choice for you. Wasn't the best path for you. We're giving you, by letting you live, a choice to do better. And I, I don't know what's going to happen to you moving forward. But I want you to know that I'm going to be checking up on you. And I hope down the road, if you make it through this, that the path that you take is a better one. I'll be back later. I'm going to leave. So if the rest of you didn't want to do anything overnight, uh, it's now morning. Say it's about, uh, you know, maybe like 8 a.m.-ish. Uh, most of the crew's up out of bed. Uh, they're, you know, they're they're working. <clears throat> sailing somewhere. You guys don't really know where. Well, Archibald's, but the rest of you don't. Well, I'd like to jump out of my bunk. Go find the kid. Run right next to you. In the same little room now. In the same bunk. <laughs> oh. In the same cruise quarters. Yes. <laughs> yeah, same cruise quarters. <laughs> Is he up? Oh, you're awake, hey, kid. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd say so. Alright, well, so uh, we land anything. The crewmate's name is John. Besides that, I don't know a whole lot. Uh, yeah. I sat in there. They were tight lipped the whole time. I don't know. Maybe maybe a couple days that we're traveling, we can try to break them down a little bit. Where are we heading to? I know the city started with an A. Is Atwell? Yeah. Atwater? Oh, Stillwell? Archie, Archie, Archie told you you're going to a place called Aspicus. Aspicus. Which, yeah, which, which you will know is a city in the area. Did you get the chance to talk to Horace at all? He had mentioned having a little bit of information. Oh, no way I thought that. best not to uh, bring that up without you there, bud. You know how I am with us. The telephone game. 
I appreciate that. Uh, anything the other two say while I was gone? Anything interesting? Or they go right to bed? Uh, well, the frog, he doesn't know towns. His, his people just don't name him. <laughs> and the big hairy sweaty one, his name is now Mooney. You were obviously oh, yeah, there for I that. Did, I did hear that, yeah. Where well, are they right now? It's about... Um, well, I think the, uh, the the frog fella was sleeping in a pot, and uh, as far as the big hairy one, I imagine right. that's that sweaty fucking pile over there. <laughs> he is a sweaty cunt, isn't he? <laughs> I somehow got sweatier as I was sleeping. There's just mud and sweat just all over the floor. It's 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 hot in a ship. <laughs> Right, well, God, it's just fucking gross in me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go to the top of the ship, kind of wander about, you know, and get me sea legs. You go to the top of the ship, moving around, doing the riggings. Uh, Horace is up there at the captain's wheel. Just your general busy, busy looking ship. I'm going to wander up to the horse since I'm one of the few I know who let into the uh, the steering place whatever you call it on a boat <laughs> I'm going to follow I'm going to follow him up morning fellas uh, morning oh, captain horse oh split teeth horrible was that what they call you or not I've been called worse you know now that we've uh, kind of scratched your back, I believe there is a an itch on my body that uh, could use a little uh, attention. I know you said that uh, you may have already had some information. You had some information for me. You're absolutely right. How about when you guys first go get your other two new friends? It might be interesting. Is it- Make it a nice big old group. Well, is, is it I'm the information from, from my brother? Or a lead for him? Got a lead for your brother, but I figured the other two might be interested. Got a bit of thanks to give them for their assistance. Well, with all due respect, Captain, I, I don't think my brother's business is any of theirs. Not necessarily their business, but <laughs> I have some things I'd like to give to him. They seem pretty useful in a fight. I don't know where your brother is, but I know someone who might. All right. Well, if that's uh, all it's going to take for you to open your fucking mouth, I'll be right back. And I'm going to go looking for uh, the frog and the beast. Oh, moody, Captain. I was You're just hearing that from my pot. <laughs> <laughs> I was staring at my my wand the whole time, doing my uh, uh, druidic. Uh, I don't know if there's a prayer or anything, but as you search for me, I will stand up and rush immediately towards the kitchen and pick up Frog as he's playing his little harmonica. 
and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the whole pot and bring it with me. <laughs> Come on, time to go. All right, let's go. This is quite the trip. Thanks for the ride. Of course. <laughs> this water is pretty nice. If it was a bigger one, I'd say you can get in with me because you you uh, got a little bit of a note to you. But maybe we'll get we'll find a place that's big enough for you to get in. But. No, I like it. Thank you. Sometimes you gotta think of the others, but hey, you do you. Or did I uh, found find uh, Mooney and the Frogs? As Archie goes to find Trock and Mooney, Horus will turn to you, kid, and say, "I know it's a, I know your brother's a sensitive, but I do have a contact in Aspicus." Can't promise he knows where he is. But he'll have a better idea than anybody else. He sees things. You he trust knows him? lots of stuff. Do you trust him? Trust him as much as I trust Archie. Alright then. That's it. I do hope you can find him though. Yeah. I hope so too. Okay, so the, the other three of you come back up. Standing in front of Archie uh, at the captain's wheel. And Archie's going to turn to Furbold. Or, sorry, Mooney. I got to get into the habit of calling you Mooney now. Turn to Mooney and Frog. And oh. he's going to say, Welcome aboard, boys. How'd you find your uh, sleeping arrangements? As he's sort of looking questioningly <laughs> at the soup pot. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you find our ship amenable. I could use more trees. Archie's just going to sort of look around. I'm in the Archie. Middle of, oh, shit. Horace is just going to look, look around. But I'm, all, in, I'm also in looking around. <laughs> right, well, well, looking around. Sorry, friend. Uh, carry, huh? There's not much many trees out in the ocean. But uh, we'll get right on that. Sort of the point is, you can just pretend that mast is a big tree. Close enough. Well, anyway, boys. I'm dropping these two off in Aspicus. You're free to join them if you want. I can drop you off wherever you'd like as thanks. Uh, if you'd like to accompany them, if you'd like to go somewhere else, just let me know. Currently in your debt for the help you provided me in the guild. Well, speaking of debt, we never really talked about our uh, reward payment for risking our lives back there twice. Well, you snagged plenty of stuff off the boat. And also the information was the payment. All right, Boris. I know you've got a few coins floating around. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> I bought a small coin pouch. And toss it to toss it to kid. Fifteen gold. I'll toss it over to. I'll take my cut out and I'll uh, I'll take out seven and I'll pass Archie the rest. I'm gonna look at the other two and be like, "Well, well, I mean, uh, we did give you a freedom. That seems like a pretty fair uh, trade off, yes or no?" However, 
if you hang with us, there's more of this to come. Well, you know, I don't really care too much about the gold. I just, uh, as you may have noticed, I have no idea where I'm going anytime. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm just kind of tag along with you guys. Well, I uh, I don't see anything wrong with that now, Mister uh, Mister Mooney. Where do you stand on the subject, you big sweaty fuck? I I don't know what what that is uh, again. That object. But sweaty. Oh, <laughs> I know sweaty. <laughs> I, I just need to see a spectral druid. Can, can I have help? Well, yeah, well, sure. I, I don't know what that is or where we can find one, but maybe if we. I don't know if I think that you could survive going out to the city on your own, so maybe it's best if you stick with us for a little bit. Uh, right. <clears throat> I don't disagree with you there. Yeah, we might uh, every once in a while give you something heavy to hold or something, because uh, you seem to be pretty good at that. Um, do you still have that crate you took off that boat, by the way? Uh, yes, and I pull it off my back. I've been carrying it the whole time. Are you asleep? <laughs> <laughs> How many alcohol is fire? Of course, it's going to definitely take You be careful with that. <laughs> I saw what you did to the last ship, not my ship. How many are. How many vials are in there? Uh, I said about. Well, you took a few. How many did you say you took? Like two vials? One vial. Let's say there's nine left. There were ten total. They were just totally like packed in straw to sort of insulate them a bit. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take two of them. I'll take two of them out. While we're all here together, and I want to pull out the uh, drift globe. You said it was called this cracked orb that I found on the ship. Yes. I wonder if any of y'all knew what one of these were. I found it in the captain's quarters. Uh, it looks like it could be valuable, but it looks a little bit damaged. My guy, uh, it looks kind of like a glass orb. Horse, oh, any idea? Like someone, someone can roll an arcana check. You might know what it is. All right, I'll roll for it. Or, okay. Well, I mean, the uh, the druid guy. I mean, this thing kind of looks like a moon. You're part of the moonrise kingdom or whatever it is maybe uh you can roll it because i rolled a seven so uh i don't know what the fuck it is uh yeah, no. what do you want ian arcana arcana yeah i would say it's like sort of faintly glowing so you can kind of guess that it's somewhat magical i got a six you don't have any idea i you got an eight, 18 yeah Okay, so Trog, you will know that a cracked drift globe. So basically, it's basically this small sphere of thick glass. Uh, but this one has sort of a large crack almost running straight through the center. Um, if you are within 60 feet of the cracked drift globe, if you speak its command word, you can cause the orb 
to, or the Drift Globe to emanate basically the, the light spell. Uh, but each time you use it, it has a 25% chance of shattering. Does he know immediately what, the, what the command spell is? Happen? Yeah, yeah the, you can just make up your own word. You'll know what the command word is. Explain that to the group. Uh, thank you kindly. I'm going to put it back in my stuff. Right, so is it just like one of those words that aren't going to come up organically in a conversation? Or could you be standing there and next thing you know, somebody says pineapple and the fucking thing's on fire? <laughs> Suddenly, kid's bag Wait, is so, glowing very brightly. <laughs> I, so, I honestly, I was thinking about saying that the, the, the word should be pineapple. So that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, kid, kid, you notice that your bag is grow- glowing very brightly. <laughs> and also, Archie, since you turned it on, roll me a percent. Oh, mother. <laughs> All right. Well, first roll on the new dice. That's a 90. Okay. It's, yeah, it doesn't shatter. Well, there are millions and millions of words out there. We just happen to say the right one right away. <laughs> It's like it's clandestine. Is that the right use of that word? I think so. I just picked just I picked the big word. <laughs> Throg, am I still You guys are playing Oh sorry, you go ahead, Dick. I was am I still carrying Throg in the pot in the pan pot? <laughs> uh right as the the orb goes off, I immediately scream and just throw the entire pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> While this is going on, you guys playing with the drip globe and whatnot. Um, the Horace's first mate that you recognize from the night before, Jonas, comes up and hands Horace a few papers. And Horace will turn to you guys and say, I've got a few travel documents for you. You guys know how to Figured it's best if we don't use your real names. Uh, and to Lord, each of you, you will hand. I guess Trog and Mooney, you, you two wouldn't necessarily recognize these. Uh, but it's almost like a. It's basically just like a passport, but a single sheet of paper um, has where it was issued. Um, it, they, it says you're all citizens of the Empire. So you don't have like a set amount of time you're allowed to stay. And there is a place for you to sign up. So I'm just going to say, I think it's best if you choose different names if you're using some phony travel documents. Uh, just remember what you choose if, you, if you're if you asked to show them. I need another name. <laughs> right, well, you know, I think that maybe Mooney might be still okay for you. But if you want a new one, I can think of something else. Tooney. Slick. Looney. You need to remember. Where did uh, you throw the pot in the way? Uh, I just threw it, like, to, to, to my left-hand side. Just as fast as possible. Just kind of. I'm still on the ship. That's what I just you're, so you're, sure. you're still mm-hmm. on the ship. Yes. 
Oh, stick he's, with he's, Mooney. He's going to look at Trog and Mooney and say, I'm not 100% sure these are going to work for you guys. But <laughs> <laughs> just try, you know, just try and sell it. Right, so uh, my name is Horatio. Horatio Bing Dong. Oh, no, that's wrong. That's, that's, <laughs> I think I died a little bit there. <laughs> The travel documents, by the way, say they were issued in Patea. Just in case you're curious. You th- you said they're signed by, like, what, is there are there is there an official seal on them, or is there like yeah, a there's there, there's like an official seal. There's a space for you to sign your name, yeah. and then there's like an official Empire seal, as if like it was notarized. Who um, who signed it? Like who is who is the uh, yeah, who's the notary? Yeah, who's oh, the there's, notary? there's there's no there's no name around the seal. It's just the like official seal of the empire. All right, I'm gonna write uh, Simon Riddle. Online. Mine is Horatio Springwater. You can call me Randy. Can some right? Can someone? Sign my name. I'll do it so the handwriting at least looks different. What am I writing? Looney. Mooney. Moon. Different name. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I'll just write Mooney on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll drop you guys off in the port. And remember, and he's going to look specifically at Kid. No magic in the Empire. Aspic is a bit more laid back, but still can't get away with being flagrant. So keep it to a minimum. Keep it out of sight. Well, I spent most of my life in the Empire, but I appreciate the reminder. Well, you have a tendency to light things on fire. If the situation calls for it, but we can agree to disagree. Right. Well, when I drop you up at Aspicus... Find the red dove. When you get to the All end, right. find the barkeeper. Trust me, you'll know him when you see him. He's very, uh, he stands out in a crowd. And <clears throat> just say to him, R. Ibrah. He'll know what it means. R. A. R. Space. E. E. B. R. A. T. H. And, uh. Bro, that was R. Bro. Arbroth. Arbroth. Do any of you, what languages do you all speak? Do any of you speak Elvish? Oh, I speak Elvish. You'll know in Elvish that that means son friend. Son friend. Yes. All right. How long until we arrive? How long we got? Get there by sundown today, I'd reckon. Making good time. What are your plans for our uh, prisoners downstairs? If I may ask. Well, take them back to Stillwell. Let's see if we can find out who they're dealing with. Well, the one crew member that's there, and I, I may have mentioned this to you already, uh, goes by the name John. I don't know if he knows too much. If you can, and if you're willing to, 
And if you have any room on your crew, he might be a good worker. I know it sounds odd. Maybe start him out in a lock him up at the end of his shift. I don't know, but he's got his whole life ahead of him. And I think if you give him a second chance, give him a real place, I think he'll succeed. I'll keep that in mind. I appreciate it. You're a good man, horse. Thank you. I try my best. Well, as good as good can be when you're uh, in groups such as ours. But you're just trying to butter me up. And uh, before we before we reach our destination, I wanted to go back down to the brig. Um, but I wanted to see if someone who has the key to get inside could accompany me. Uh, Horace is probably the only one with the keys. Horace, do you mind if I step in, if I step foot inside that cell? I'm not going to do anything, uh, anything unsavory, but uh, speaking through a door with someone lacks that personal touch that I'm all about. Yeah, five minutes. And the keys, dude. I appreciate you. I'm going to head down. Um, On my way down, I'm going to either try to locate a article of cloth or clothing, or I'm just going to take one off of, like, my own gear. And uh, I'm going to, like, fashion, like, a makeshift eye patch. Um, Just something to cover that side. Yeah. And uh, I'll go into the brig, put it over John's head, so it's covering up his eye. Yeah, at this point, he's sort of sitting up, like, slumped against the wall. I'm sorry that had to happen. Let it be a reminder of the life that came before. And I'm going to point at the, his good eye and the life that comes next. All right. They're going to give you another chance. Think, I hope, pray. Make the most of it. And like I said, I'm going to be checking in on you. Be good. And don't follow people like him no more. I'm going to spit at the at Briggs's feet. He just laughs. You're better than that. And uh, I'm going to leave. Give the keys back to Horace. Thank you. Alrighty. Well, I'd say you guys have about seven hours until you reach the Yes. If there's anything you would like to do in that time. Well, since I've been sitting in the pot um, without my clothes on or anything, I want to go down and get all my stuff. You just been naked this whole time. <laughs> I've just been naked this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Go back down and gather all your, your personal belongings. I wanna find a burlap sack and rip it into like smaller pieces and tie the burlap onto some of the crossbow bolts that I have. And for the next couple hours, I wanna just practice my shooting skills where I wanna kind of be shooting off at an angle from mm-hmm. the, either the side or the back of the ship. Um, and then after I shoot it, I'm going to switch over to Eldritch Blast and try to shoot the falling bolt with uh, with my blast, just practicing, because this skill is kind of new to me. So, Right. Okay. And I'm just trying different, mm-hmm. different ways of firing it, seeing what works best for me. Okay, no deal. Mooney, you getting up to anything in seven hours? All I want to do is 
look off the side and spot whatever animals, creatures I can see in the sea. You don't see too much. You do see some seabirds. Uh, you're a bit high up. It's not exactly easy to see many fish down there, but you can see <clears throat> nothing like major or massive, but you do see some fish jumping out of water every now and then. Can I roll something to see just the general uh, lifeline of everything? Do I feel like what's been happening in my homeland is starting to branch out? Give me a nature check. 14. 14. Um, from what you can tell, well, for right now, I'd say it's a bit more difficult for you because where you come from, you're from a place where it's very easy to commune with the spirits and you're very in touch with sort of like the spirit world and nature. Um, whereas farther in the south it's a bit more civilized industrialized um so you don't quite have that same connection yet mm -hmm. necessarily but from what you can tell what's happening up north is right now okay archie you getting up to anything in seven hours well <clears throat> i would like to make them share me knives are nice and sharp and uh maybe yeah uh, Look over me with arrows and bow. Make sure all my kit's ready. Good and go. But uh, other than that, no. Hey, Trog, were you doing anything besides putting pants? Uh, yes. I want to go back up and um, for the next seven hours, I want to perform uh, some musical pieces for all the crew members. <laughs> I was going to ask. And uh, I'm I'm glad that I I didn't need to. Roll me a performance check. <laughs> well, I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> the longest seven hours of our lives. Right. Yeah. After after being stuck in a crate for so long, your vocal cords, you know, and you had to do a lot of yelling as the room was on fire. You inhaled a lot of smoke. Uh, it, it's not your best performance. And while the crew at first seemed supportive, by the end of seven hours, they were they were pretty happy to see you go. <laughs> <laughs> what does it sound like to give us uh... um, I mean, it wasn't really singing too much. I mean, it was more just um, <coughs> playing the random instruments and... I'd walk around, I'd just start doing like a drum beat next to some guy, or I'd whip out, <laughs> I'd whip out the harmonica and <laughs> blow. <laughs> or, you know, I'd, I'd go up behind someone and go Who? As, as you're wandering around from crew member to crew member, they're all desperately trying to avoid eye contact. <laughs> but they're too, polite to, they're too polite to say anything. Everyone hates it within five minutes, but Mooney the whole time, I'm just sitting with my mouth open. I'm just thinking in my head, that's the most magical. Yeah, that's the, that's the best animal I've ever seen. He plays music and now he has pants on. That's the most I've ever seen in the forest. <laughs> he had pants on before. <laughs> 
He hasn't been naked the whole time, have you? No, no. I, I had my clothes was, on, but when I yeah, it was a really busy day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, the, your, your guys, the seven hours of leisure or practice coming to an end. Uh, the Raven's Fury pulls into the port of Aspicus. <coughs> this is quite, this is a new place for, we'll say for Mooney and for Trog. Uh, Archie and Kid, you might have passed through before. You know, Aspicus is not a major city. Um, it's mostly for traders to stop at as they make their way from Setsorma into the Empire. Um, so there's a lot of trade coming in and out, but it's not necessarily this massive wealthy city. And so the Raven's Fury will pull up. Uh, it'll dock at the port of Aspicus. And Horus will see you guys off. Hey, you know where to find me. I'm going back to Stillwell. Don't forget to stop in every now and then. Or give me a call if you need help. I hope you can find what you're oh, looking for. All four of you. We will. Thank you, Horace. Oh. And, uh, I'll be stopping by at some point to check up on that kid of yours. The one downstairs. And if he makes the wrong decision, cut his fucking throat. And I'm going to backflip off, off the boat. Just take the other eye. Flip off the boat. You know, it's like the boat, boats are pretty high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Onto the dock. Oh me. Yeah. Oh me in acrobatics. I, I'm gonna have to go back upstairs real quick. I don't have a dice near me, so keep keep uh keep going around. I can roll forward. I'll be right back with that. I can, I can no, roll I'll roll my own. God, then we're then we're gonna have I'm to wait like. Okay, Archie, back. I'm trying. To... I'm assuming the rest of you just walk down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you can well, go down. You can go to the dock. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. There's something you want to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop on the back of uh, Booty. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Archie backflips off. Uh, Kid, Mooney, Trog, you guys are walking down the gangplank. Um, you can see sort of a busily bustling port. Um, there's sort of people running around, moving boxes, coming on and off ships, um, generally just moving goods. Uh, up the road, you can see the gate into the main city. And now that Archie's back, could you please roll me your acrobatics check? All right. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be a 18. 18. Uh, you backflip off and really a sight to behold that you almost miraculously land on your feet right in the middle of the dock. Unfortunately, everyone's so busy that most of the dock workers don't even notice. Right. Well, still got it. I'm going to clap my hands together and wait for my friends to walk down the gangplank. Okay, so they've walked down and you all, you guys are all on the docks, sort of at the, you know, just the mouth of the port. I believe we have a heading, gentlemen. And uh, I'm going to walk into the city and see if I can't uh, find a respectful person to ask where the uh, red dove is. Okay, so you guys go up to the gate. There is a gate. There is sort of like a guard station there. Hey, and uh, ask. Horatio Randy Mooney. I point at myself, Simon. Right, Simon. Get your papers out. I'm going to get mine out. 
I'll pull out me papers. Yeah, so as you guys approach the guard station, the guard does stop you. Papers, please. All right. Now, hand it up to me. Howdy. I'm going to hand mine over. Good evening. Yeah, you do. When you say that, he looks down at you. Just rather confused. And as when he looks, well, I guess he looks up at you because you're on the back of Mooney. He notices you, and then he just looks at Mooney and just sort of does like a double take. But he collects your papers. He's a frog. Don't call him a toad. Yeah, what he said. I'm, I'm not right. sure what I'm supposed. To, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to call him. Well, well you well, call him Randy, Randy, I guess. <laughs> I'm I'm scared out of my mind, so I just stare him in the face and uh, just a really creepy smile of hand in my paper. <laughs> M- Mooney. <laughs> Thanks, fella. He's gonna take your paper. He's right. gonna go into the guard station. He's gonna just wait, wait here a moment, please. Yes, sir. While while he's going in there, do I? How far is he from us? Like, are we still able to hold a conversation with him while he's inside? Yeah, I mean, he's sort of imagine like a ticket booth type deal, almost uh, just like yeah. on the side of the gate. I'm gonna kind of like, like lean. Up the, all right, I'm gonna kind of lean up to the window. How are things in the city here? Anything we should be aware of? Anything interesting? Anything going on? Any events? Festivals? We've been out at sea for a while. Same as usual. Goods come in, goods go out, and none of us get any money. Yeah, no, I hear that. Kind of a weird question for you. Well, maybe not so weird. I don't know. You probably get this question a lot from uh, people coming in off the boat. Any good uh, brothels? Whorehouses, anything? You know, uh, anywhere I can find companionship. I'm married, sir. I keep it strictly professional. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, are you aware of any, you know, from your bachelor days? There's plenty around the city. None that really stick out. Right, so where's your fun friends? So we can ask them. Where did you guys say you were coming from? Potato. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you came by you came by boat, correct? Right. So you sailed all the way around the tip of the peninsula. Yeah. Instead of just taking the road. Why did you take such a weird a weird route? Well I have well, a lot to the sea. I'm a frog, yeah. I like to be around in the water. Want to see the sights. I've, I've spent most of my life here on the continent. It's been a whole lot of time at sea, so figured it'd be worth seeing a thing or two. Portal ride and, with uh, a friend. Yeah, Captain was an old friend of ours, so we were in no rush to get here. Interesting. Do you well, not get a whole lot of leisure sailors out here? Not much to see in Aspicus. Unless you're a trader looking to make some coin. Yeah, well. I was talking a lot to see over the water, though. That's true. When were when did you say these uh these documents were issued? 
Oh, I don't believe I yeah. did say. I can't, I can't help but notice. And he'll actually, oh, I need a little dice roller. Let me pull up the dice roller. I couldn't help but notice that this Mooney fella, it's like Pate is spelled wrong on his document. Never seen that before. Oh, really? Well, well you know how places get. You get in the hurry, people fuck up. I'm sure you've had your fair share of accidents. You don't want to get someone hemmed up for this, get them fired. Well, that's bureaucracy for you. Roll me a persuasion. With advantage, I'm assisting? No, just straight. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Nat 20, motherfucker. <laughs> Suck a dick! <laughs> Alright, disadvantage. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, and a plus four, so that'll make it a 24. Well, you're right. Truthfully, I don't get paid enough to really care that much. Alright, the CEO, the CEO looks legit. You're free to go in. I know, hand back the, the documents to you guys. Just don't cause any trouble, please. It's my ass. Right. If, it turn, if it turns out these are fake, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. We like to go by the books. We're, uh, we're going to make sure to be on our best behavior. Right. Now, uh, the Red Dove, are you aware of where we can locate that? The Red Dove. What is that? A restaurant, an inn, a shop? Uh, I know there's a bar there. I can bar. go for some fresh drink. Being at sea. Well, you'll find most of the bars are pubs in the market district. Never heard of the Red Dove, but that's where I would look for it. Market district. Is that far from here? Let's go straight down the main road. All right. What did you say your name was? Uh, I'm sorry we didn't get that from you before. John. Now that. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Rush. Rush. Well, Rush. Rush. Thank you, Thomas. Guardsman Rush. And uh, thank you for your service. Same to you. Gentle Frog. What uh what Randy can feel the whole time is uh I'm I'm cold, but I'm even sweatier than when I was sleeping. <laughs> I'll take my paper <laughs> from the guardsman and again just stare at him and just say Mooney and just walk away. But I'm staring at him the entire time as I back up. <laughs> I'm going to... Don't worry about him. He's a little bit uh, touched in the head. Yeah. I'm going to take me papers and walk away. Okay, so you guys uh, make it through the gate. Head down, that, sort of this, head down uh, that wide main. road that just leads... Looks like it just leads straight into the city. Uh, walking past, can I get a gauge on the people just to see what the general mood of the area is like? Are people uh, happy, sad? Uh, what, what's, what am I picking up here? It's just it's a normal just city. About their normal yeah, you see all sorts. Some people having a good time, some people working. Uh, nothing, nothing particularly stands out to you as you know something being off or odd about the city. All right. Well, As you uh, do enter the city, though, you do see this. Basically, this is a crowd of street children. Almost, uh, they are quite excited as you guys enter. They don't. They don't see too many 
people who look like Trog and who look like Moon. Uh, so they do sort of cautiously approach and sort of look up at you, uh, you and Trog, as you guys enter. Like, uh, guard your pocketbooks. Can I, can I judge to see if general kids, people are cautious or more excited of seeing me just to know where, where my head's at. You are the kids excited to see you mean? Yeah. Are they, are they uh, like, Ooh, like this is interesting. Or is it like, Oh, we got to stay away from this. There's sort of like that, that way (laughs) kids get where they're like sort of cautiously approaching you. They're not like scared per se, but they're like, it's like they want to get closer, but they're not sure if they should Okay. But they're sort of like ex- like excitedly. All right, you little street fuckers, get out of here. All right, you try to shoot them away. You guys continue up the street, but you can sort of see they're not like right up crowding against you, but they are sort of following you a bit, sort of just like excitedly. Just, you know, maybe like 10, 20 feet back. Hey, Mooney. Where, where, where do you keep your money? Money. Do you have money? No. I have wand and this. Uh, and it's just my uh, mini coveralls, like my Tarzan cover over what's going on below, and that's it. I look over at Arch, and what I is, just have What is going head. on down below? Oh, uh, no. it's there. <laughs> Not in the presence of children. <laughs> I I look over at Arch with this. Oh, sorry, Ty. I was just gonna say, like, how tall is Mooney compared to Archie? So I mean, like, where where's that level? That's right. a good point, actually. I seven feet. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually uh, I'm I'm a right. short I'm a shorter fur furball, but I am seven foot. You turn fast enough, about, you could. You're about four feet, Archie. I'm a three foot two. Three foot fucking. No. Just yeah, a, you're 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 right at dick level. <laughs> for the most I'm part. a little fucking guy. I mean, if, you, you, if you're really curious, you could just look under the loincloth. Right. I, I was uh, gonna say I, if there. Really, it's gonna happen. If there's enough sunlight yeah. and you're close enough, you can just see just just one ball, just slightly. <laughs> Oh shit! Right. Exactly. Well, what's the have fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a sex offender. <laughs> Am I gonna get uh, a little smack on the head if I run under the? <laughs> if you don't, if you don't move fast enough. <laughs> All right, let's let's get to that red dove. All right. Well, we're gonna head to the market is, district. The sun is basically setting now as well. Uh, it's, it's it's basically nightfall. We're gonna walk to the market district. I'm gonna look for any signs that have a dove or that look that are red or anything that says red dove. Uh, you guys wander around the market district for a bit. You don't see the red dove. You just see some general store shops. Uh, you know, wholesale, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Looking around, do I notice anything in thieves' camp? 
any messages, any symbols, indications of there being another level of the market here, a lower level perhaps? Right. I'd also like to uh, do the same thing. Yeah, both of you roll me investigation. Natural 20. Right, mine will be a uh, 17 plus 2, so that's a 19. It all appears to be above board. At least in this part. Right, well, that's, that's good to know because we know that we're not missing anything. Alright, well, I like to uh, stop the uh, most friendly looking gentleman walking by or even better, pretty lady. Uh, there's various gentlemen and pretty ladies walking by. Uh, you flag one down. Pardon me. I was uh, just wondering for me and me friends here. Do you know where the I could find the uh, Red Dove? I believe it's an inn. friend of mine is uh, a barkeep over there. The Red Dove? And as he's doing that, I'm going to flag down the least friendly looking person going through to ask them the same question. There's a very angry... Uh, looks like some guy who works at the docks. Just carrying this massive crate of something on his shoulder. He's on like on his way down down the street to get to the docks. And you try to flag him down, but he just ignores you. So this pretty lady. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, the red dove. I do know where it is. She'll sort of point out. It's in a bit of a seedier city, we'll say. She, uh... <laughs> I won't say she seems offended, but she does seem almost slightly offended that you would think that she would be someone who patrons a place like the Red Dove. But she does point you in the right direction. <laughs> right, well, I didn't mean any offense, darling. Okay, uh, you guys, we're going to go to the studio. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys go sort of, you follow her directions. And you find yourself in sort of a more rundown area of the city. You can imagine this is where sort of like the laborers and your average worksman, work, yeah, workman, would tend to hang out and live. And you do, as you're walking down the street, sort of down an alleyway, see a sign with a red dove, sort of gently flapping back and forth. I'm gonna quickly redo my search from the market. And again, look for any thieves can't, any warnings, symbols, anything uh, that I'd be able to pick up on. Uh, no, there's there's nothing there. All right. All right, fellas. Well, I think this is uh, got to be the At place, this point, right? the, sun has, the sun has gone down. It's about 8 p.m. I'm going to push through the door. Try yeah, to see like what I see inside. style double saloons, swinging doors. Right, so uh, about roughly face height, right? How was that? You can cut out of it. These doors are probably about face height for me. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you could duck under them if you really want to. <laughs> right. I'm going to limbo in. Kind of be the life of the party. Okay, well, you go in. It seems to be a somewhat lively establishment. I mean, there's people drinking. There's... Um, you know, barmaids bringing glasses of beer. There's a guy in the corner uh, sort of playing like a lyre or something, singing. Yeah, this is more my style. 
Hey, uh, Randy. Yeah. You can probably give this guy a run for his money. That's what I was just about to say. Who's this guy? He can't even play the loop. First things first, before we do anything, we got to get the, the Mooney here guy. He's never had a drop of alcohol before, so we need to, need to change that. Well, we got to talk to the barkeep anyway, so. Need alcohol. It fixed the ghosts. And you do, because he is a very imposing figure, you do see the barkeep. Um, and he is just a mountain of a man. He's damn near the same height as Mooney and just fucking ripped. Like, well, that's, that's our imagine guy. Like, imagine the husband from like Full Metal Alchemist. Like, just, he's, just, he's just a mountain. Yep. Or Jesse, I think we've talked right. about it. The old chef for the White House. The, the chef. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just absolutely <laughs> fucking stacked. On, on oh, our way over to him. Legs. I wanna, I wanna look, I wanna scan the room and see if there's anyone eyeing us like more than the rest, or if there's any real, real seedy people that we should be on the lookout for while we're here. Give me Just a perception. Right. Ooh, Can I also right. assist since I'm also pretty much always on the uh, the look? Go for it. I rolled a ten. With a 10, you don't really see anything too out of the ordinary. It's just people enjoying their evening, having some beers, listening to some music. Well, that was All a right. natural one. Oh, wait a minute. Because of me halfling luck, I can re-roll. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, you can. Not much better. That's a 9. Plus 1 is a 10. Yeah, same. So it's just, you know, nothing sticks out. Just people enjoying their evening. All right. Going to walk up to the bar. Hey, Evening. The bar. He just looks at you. What do you want? Well, we were kind of wondering any specialties that you had. We'd heard uh, you sell things a little bit special here. Um, our breath. So when our you say that, something you carry. He doesn't, as you've noticed him when you walk in, he doesn't have the most expressive face. He just always looks angry for the most part. Um, but when you say that to him, his eyes narrow a bit. And he says, who are you? My name is Randy. Sent by, uh, <laughs> sent by a uh, mutual friend. Uh, a captain. Blit-toothed the horrible. Who? Horus. Horace Pendleton. Pardon our accents. We can't really uh, speak yeah. the Elvish very well. He sort of uh, he sort of sizes you all up for a second, and then he says, uh, "Give me one second. And he's gonna walk sort of out the back. There's like a back door sort of behind the bar. He's gonna walk into the back and disappear for a bit. Can you get at least get us a drink first? As you shout that, a barmaid will swoop over and be like, oh, what can I get you? You well, howdy. toad? Frog? What'd you call me? Well, we get all sorts in here. What do you want? Uh, four of your finest beers for me and my friends. We've only got one kind. She'll go well, that's your finest, some. then. <laughs> She'll go behind the bar and grab some and set some beers down in front of you. Well, we're, I think we're going to need an extra large for my extra large friend here. Well, that's going to be the extra price. 
Right, but I'll only have a water, please. All right, so take your beer and put it in front of Mooney. All right, Mooney, this is uh, this is this will help with the the corrupted spirits. That's how I promise you. How big is the glass? It's like a pint, a pint glass. I grab and just. I can't wait. For for you, this pint. Have you ever seen that picture of like Andre the Giant holding a, a can of something? Yep. That's what that's what the pint looks like in your hand. And I'm gonna do it just as I drink water, just one big gulp, just down the entire thing. Winnie, I'd like you to roll me a Constitution. Fourteen. And you're fine. Goes down. It's just a little bit of gagging, but you handle it no problem. Your first ever beer. Take it like a champ. <coughs> this, this, this will, this will fix it. How, how much do, how much do I need? It depends on how serious the situation is. Oh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> you better start drinking, my brother. <laughs> uh, immediately take the second one down. Give me one more constitution save. <laughs> That's a ten. <laughs> ten. Um, you're you're feeling a bit queasy. Nothing's coming up, but I take a sip. But I'm more <laughs> interested in seeing where this goes. So I I slide the rest of my my drink over to him. I'm going to, I'm going to reach over and pat uh, Mooney on the leg. Right, friend, let me tell you from my first-hand experience, alcohol doesn't always solve your problems. It could also uh, cause them. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to take down the third pint. Uh, that's a six. Um, after the third pint in 15 seconds. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it does come back up. You don't projectile it out. You do manage to catch it in your mouth. It only works if you take it. It only works if you if you drink the whole thing. <laughs> can't let any out. <laughs> Got to follow it. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run away. My, I can feel my <laughs> head's all loose. I don't know. I think this might. Be, I think this might do it. <sighs> And I'm just going to fall back, just flat on my back. Um, the, you fall back, and it's a very loud. You're a big guy. It's a big thud. And the music stops. Everyone turns to look at you. And then they just go right back to what they were doing. As, as I'm laying there, I throw my hands up and just shout, Mooney! <laughs> <laughs> A few people in the bar cheer. They clap. <laughs> I'm one of those people. <laughs> okay, so this has been going on for about, let's say, about five minutes. And uh, the barkeep comes back, looks at the three of you, leans over the bar, looks at Mooney, says, meet me around back. All right. Well, can, one of you fucks can carry because I'm sure it's fucking We are right well, we're, we're all right to leave. He's nothing valuable on him. Now, who's gonna? No one's gonna steal him. 
I'm going to turn towards whoever's sitting on the bar. I'm going to turn to whoever's sitting on the bar, uh, like closest to us. I'm going to slide him a gold piece. I'm going to say, keep an eye on my friend here. And when we get back, there's another one of these pieces in here for you. It's a very drunk elderly man. He just sort of looks at you and hiccups. You got it. All right. This good man. I'm going to pat him on the back. Follow him out. So rewinding slightly. Okay, when you pulled out a when you pulled out a coin to give to the old man, you, you do notice your coin purse is noticeably lighter. Do I do I have any indication as to when this may have happened? Not necessarily. You could guess that maybe when you were swarmed by a group of children. All right, all right, all right. I'm just going to internalize it. I'm not going to talk Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm I'm just going to put it away, and I'm not I'm not going to say anything to anyone. I'm, I'm really embarrassed. Okay, so back to the present. So you guys go out, back out the front door. You go down, sort of take a left, and there's another alley that sort of leads behind the bar. And you can see uh, the barkeep standing at the far end of the alley. Uh, behind him is a, a door. And he's just, he's there, standing there waiting for you. Right. <clears throat> I'm going to stroll up. And uh, say, okay, sir. How are we doing? What are we... Uh... Man. Uh, he's not going to say anything to you. He's just going to turn around. He's going to open the door, unlock it, open it, and he's going to just start going downstairs. Well, I suppose that means that following. And I'm going to turn rolling. Trog is little, right? I'm oh, three foot. Tiny. Oh, you're three foot. Never he's mind. the same size as me. Yeah. Okay. I thought he was smaller than that. Never mind. He's just a frog. I'm yeah, okay. two inches taller, so eat a dick. <laughs> yeah, but if you take your shoes off, I bet you're the same height. No, nope, those two inches are all of my. So we go in the. Going down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> is there a railing on the steps, or is it just steps? It sounds like a railing. Okay, I'm gonna. How? high up or so I'm I'm just gonna hop onto the railing and then slide down. Okay, well you zoom past the barkeep. <laughs> Jesus barkeep. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> Why don't we uh why don't you roll me in acrobatics? It's quite a long staircase. I'd say it's at least like two stories worth of maybe it's like a story and a half worth of stairs. You're going like uh, 70 miles per hour by the time you reach the bottom. Uh, right, he's a, a frog, so he's probably kind of slippery. You rolled a 19. Okay, so you yeah. just you just you just rocket down this railing, and right as you see yourself nearing the end of the railing, uh, leads to a, sort of a short hallway with another door at the end. You manage to push yourself off and sort of flip off and land on your feet at the bottom of the steps. I'm going to look back up at Archie because I, I remember that he did that backflip and I just want to see his approval. I'm going to stand there with my thumbs up. It's like, it's a 10! Yeah, you can't you can't see him holding his thumbs up because the guy is very large and Archie's behind him. But you can hear him shout, it's a 10. <laughs> so the rest of you guys walk down the stairs. You see a door at the end of this short hallway. It's, it's Well, you assume it's a door... It has no visible knob or any visible keyhole. But nevertheless, the barkeep pulls out a key, just a normal looking key. And he sort of inserts it 
into where a keyhole on a door would normally be and turns it and you do hear a click and this this sort of black empty the sort of well it's like a black door but just the door sort of creaks open and the barkeep walks inside follow yep follow behind Hey, so you you go in and you're sort of in this it's almost also like a storeroom but it's quite dust it doesn't seem like it's been used in a while um, there's shelves along the walls sort of like a, a countertop a wooden countertop but it's sort of broken and disheveled and run down but in the middle of the room you see a human male. He's got sort of long brown hair. About maybe 60. And next to him, sitting on a chair, is a man who is tied to the chair uh, and who has a bag over his head. Or like a burlap sack over his head. The four of you walk in. The the brown-haired man uh, will we'll look up and say, these are the ones you're talking about, Doc. And uh, the barkeep will say, yeah, they're the ones who knew the word. And I'll say, well, come on, in, boys. How can I help you? I didn't know that we were getting some kind of kinky sex dungeon down here, but I mean... Well, <laughs> you caught me at a bit of a bat, I will admit. Who's your friend? Right. I wouldn't necessarily call him a friend. And he's sort of gonna... <laughs> he'll kick the person's legs a bit. And... You know, the guy the guy's still conscious and he sort of whimpers a little bit. Just a former business associate. We'll put it that way. Well, <sighs> no business of ours. Horace sent us because he told us that you may have a little bit of information for us. Um, Horace. I don't know if he... How's Horace doing anyway? It's been a long time. I'm going to look over at Archie. <clears throat> oh, well, uh, Horace is great. We just got off his boat. Uh, real good friend yeah. of mine. Oh, but damn, me too. Thought he was dead. Yeah. Uh, he has that way with people. Yeah. Anyway, right. well, well, what was it you said I can help you with? I'm looking for someone. We're looking for someone. He said he might, you might be able to help. Uh, name is Valk Ithra. Valk for short. You say his name is Brow Furrows a little bit. He says, yeah. Might have met someone by that name <clears throat> once or twice. What's he to you? The person we're looking for. Does the relation matter? There's a reason you're looking for him. You know, I don't know much about you, friends, so well, I can uh, say the at same this moment, you. well, our business is our own. Now, I, I may be willing to share a little bit with you, but you got to give me a little bit too. Or I'm no. concerned right now. You're holding all the cards, and that's that's all right, but. Well, we'll treat it as a business transaction. Said so you call me out of a bit of a bad time. You do me a favor, and I'll give you as much information as I. Can. 
Yeah, that seems to be the way of doing things. Everything in this world's transactional. Well, that's that's awesome. all right. What what do you have in mind? Something that's going to require all of us, or presumably. <laughs> all right. So, us doing this for you, the payment for me is the information. But uh, if you're going to require all of us, then maybe a little something should be given to them too for their efforts. Well, would you agree? <laughs> Can't disagree with that logic. Well, I don't know how much you know about me. I've, been, I've not been in these parts, bro. I used to be quite the <clears throat> reputable businessman, procuring and selling magic items. But I had to go on a little holiday not too long ago. I'm just coming back, getting back on my feet. Figure I'd enlist a little bit of help where this fella comes in and he sort of like elbows him. Now see, this guy and his two friends come from a noble family. And he sort of says noble, there's almost sort of like anger behind the way he says that. Thought I could use those two, you know, find a little bit what they like to keep hidden, procure it for myself. Now, this genius and his friends took it upon themselves to liberate some items from me. And I'm looking to get those items back. Yeah, we might be able to help. What items? What are we looking for? Oh, just uh, some generic magical knickknacks. It's not so much the items they stole that concerns me, but I do have a reputation to uphold. I can respect that. They didn't matter too, too valuable. I tell you what, you help me get my stuff back. Once I get back up on my feet, get a discount for life. Well, and anything you find on the way, hell, you can keep it. I don't mean to speak for everyone else. So, you're a man of principle. That that much is clear these people steal from you and you just want you just want your stuff back you're not asking us to put these folks down or nothing because if, if i was yeah. you and if, if i was in your place i would be teaching a little bit of a stricter lesson than just getting my stuff back well like i said i do have a reputation to uphold not a killer not these fools that are well i or happen to know a few uh, <clears throat> handymen in that department, if you'd uh, like a more permanent solution to your problem. Look, <clears throat> you want to kill them, that's your prerogative. It's, orders aren't coming from me. You're all free men, frogs. What can you tell us about these? You, try, you do notice that it is a bit curious that everyone seems to have this kind of reaction to seeing you as if they've never seen anything like you before, but this man doesn't. He's, he's not at all surprised to see a frog come walking into his uh, shop, as it were. So what can you tell us about these noble men that we're tracking down, getting this stuff back from? Bandit. That's a funny way of putting it. It's just some fat noble son. Been working him for information. He got a little too big for his riches. 
There's two of them. I know where the one ran off to. I'm working on getting the location of the other one from this guy. So I'd be much obliged. Maybe you chase down the first one when I get the rest of the information from my friend here. Mind if I try something on your friend there? Be my guest. I'm gonna hop up and take the, the burlap sack off. And he looks very, him. very badly beaten already. I'm gonna slap him in the face, and then I'm gonna cast suggestion on him. <laughs> okay. He has to beat a wisdom wisdom saving throw. Alrighty. He rolled a three. That fails. Um, <laughs> I <assume. laughs> Tell me where your friends are. He sort of... He almost gets a glazed look over his eyes as the suggestion takes hold. And he says... Frederick is on his way to Cusa. Leon, he's on a ship somewhere. Don't know where he's going. Where do you leave from? Left from here. And we'll look back at the guy. Does that help at all? It does indeed. I happen Don't to know the one. one's on his way to Cusa, but... Might have to take a walk down to the docks and see where our other friends set off from. Well, Cusa's... What, 100 miles, 2 miles from 200 miles from here? You want us to go all that way to track this? Reckon it's about 100 miles. I mean, he's only got a half a day head start. You could probably overtake him. Well, maybe we can if we have fast horse. Some nice fat, fast horses. Well, like yeah, if you, you can know where, with to, our motor, know where to procure some horses. We're also we're gonna need like a really really big horse because the one guy that's not with us he's kind of passed out right now he's a he's about the size of your friend Doc back there he loves animals so I mean maybe you can get him like two and a little carriage Samuel look at uh, look at the barky hey Doc you mind if they borrow your horse <clears throat> and he's just gonna go Ugh. all right yeah. Doc can ride him, I'm sure. Your friend should be alright. Alright, fellas. Well, well it, what do you say? I, I'm all for it. Now, I know that these geniuses couldn't have come up with this alone. So I'm assuming they're meeting some other group in Cusa, some other person who set them up to it. So, uh, you know, rough them up a bit. Maybe find out who's, you know, who's trying to steal from me. But I'll be sure I teach him a lesson in the future. All right. And what did you say your name was? Samuel. Samuel. And I, I know you said the items are really uh, are, are, are trivial, but what, what are they? What are we to return to you with? Well, there's one item in particular that I will need back. <laughs> Don't look like much. It's just a wooden box. Alright. Any imagine, imagine like a uh, almost like a jewelry box. Doesn't open, no hinges. Just a wooden box. I'd be very much obliged if you could turn that one for Alright, how yeah. large is this box? Just yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Box, yeah, it's about the size of like a small jewelry sort of 
All right. All right. <clears throat> the rest is just a few knickknacks. You don't know them when you see them. I've been gone too long, so most of the good stuff, it's uh, it's not here anymore. And this information that you say you have for Valkythra, that is good information? You said you haven't been here for a while, so is it up to date? Is it something worth hearing? It's good information. It is out of date, I won't lie. It's been about five years. Do I believe him? Roll me inside. Twelve, eleven. <laughs> um, you do believe him when he when you mention his his name when you mention Val. You can sort of get almost his face doesn't betray many emotions, but you can almost get a sort of a sense of vague sadness. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Does the name Simon mean anything to you? Simon? Lots of Simons in the world. I don't know. Alright, alright. We'll, we'll, uh, I won't speak for them, but I, I'll do this, this job for you. Tammy, I, I, got, a, I got a question for you. Um, yes, sir. So, as you can tell, no frog. And you are indeed. You didn't seem that surprised that, you know, a frog like myself, so distinguished, walks in here. Do you, uh, have you seen other frogs like me? Oh, plenty of times. I spent lots of times on the island. I spent lots of time on the isles when I was but a younger man. Uh, I've been to your villages. So, you gotta tell these guys... We don't have names for our villages, right? <laughs> I tell you what, it's the biggest pain in the ass trying to find anything. See, I told you guys. That is the weirdest thing well, I've ever heard. Well, y'all y'all sure know how to party, though. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of partying, I think our friend upstairs maybe had a little bit too much to drink. He's real responsible. Uh, I know that we're... I know time is of the essence and we need to catch uh, we need to catch the people you're looking for, but we able to spend the night here, uh, recoup a little bit before we set out, maybe first thing in the morning. I Give you time to get the horse and everything together. Prefer if you went right away, but if you guys need to rest, take your rest. I don't know well, uh, I don't know who's paying these guys. Could be quite a quite a ruckus. Well, it's gonna be a hard a hard deal trying to find someone in an unfamiliar city in the dark. You're not wrong. Take your rest. Oh. I'll make sure you, there's some rooms upstairs for you set up. Fair enough. On the house. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> Doc, will you show these fine gentlemen to their living quarters, please? And Doc will sort of, he's been sort of uh, just like standing in front of the door, like sort of blocking it. But he'll move to the side and allow you guys to leave if you would like to leave now. Yeah. Uh, are you, are you going uh, to lead the way? Uh, Doc, will, Doc will wait for the rest of you to exit before he hmm. follows behind you. Uh, I'm going to go like I, I'll go up 
And then we'll, one, after he shows us our rooms or something I wanted to do, but I'm just going to go up to wherever they're showing us. You know, and tap our friend, try to wake him up on the way. I was just going to ask Doc if I could hitch a ride on his shoulder because I, you know, I didn't want to walk down all those steps, let alone walk up all those steps. <clears throat> he can grind down, but he can't grind back Doc. up. Doc's just going to look down nope. at you and just shake his head. And he still looks very angry. You can't tell if he actually is angry, but he just looks like rage personified. What if I play you a little song? Don't even start. So this entire time, as you guys are starting to come back up, uh, you'll notice that the music has seemed to have gotten louder. Uh, When you finally open the door again and look inside you can see me next to the musician just pop lock and dropping it a la chris farley and the chippendale sketch just giant titties just bouncing everywhere as i'm just getting down to it yeah and you go up and the rest of the bar is almost in a semicircle around them and they're all sort of like clapping to the beat and like there's beer flying everywhere as people like you know it's it's quite a party upstairs after we're shown our rooms, I'm going to give all of my things of value. Uh, I'm going to set them all off in the room. Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to exit for uh, an hour or two. But I'll let them do whatever they're doing first. I'm going to go join Mooney. All right, you go over and join Mooney. As soon as you walk over, everyone cheers. You're quite the sight to behold. A giant fur bulb and a small grung just having a blast. They've mo- like nobody in this bar has ever seen anything like this before. As Throg Randy starts playing, I'm just gonna start clapping along to it. Uh, I've been I've been getting drunker and drunker. If you haven't noticed, I, I, the old man was just sliding me drinks. Only one last Constitution check. Oh yes, eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> After the first time you threw up. You you're feeling you're feeling a bit unsteady on your feet, uh, but weirdly enough, the more you drink, just the stronger you feel. You're on top of the world. You could do anything you wanted right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the middle of the of the music, I'm just gonna shout out. I, I I flex and I go. Time to go. Get rid of these ghosts. And if you, if you don't stop me, I'm just going to start walking out of the bar, flexing, ready to go fight. <laughs> All right, Mooney starts, Mooney starts uh, flexing towards the door. Do you have your staff? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just holding it. Okay. I would say you're holding it quite delicately for how much flexing you are. Almost like mm. a sort of like a conductor's baton. Randy. It's time to go. Time to go fight these ghosts. <laughs> Are you coming? Yeah, yeah. You need help? Uh, I got you. And I'll go through any any door that I'm that I'm going towards. All right. You don't even try to push open the swing doors. You just walk right into them. And the one sort of gets like busted off its hinges a bit. <laughs> as you just slam right through these doors. I just Kool-Aid man straight out into uh, <laughs> into the into the, the road, I guess. 
Oh yeah, you're back in the alleys. You're in some sort of seedy-ish looking area. And I'm just going to do. Uh, uh, we'll just go investigation. <laughs> sure. Uh, that's a, just a seventeen, and I am just looking around, seeing if I see any of these spectral beings. You can't see any directly in front of you, but it's really straight. It's almost like there's something just always in the corner of your eye. And every time you whip around to look at it, it's not there. But then you see it in the corner of your eye again. And so you keep trying to look around to try and see it, but it's always it's always just barely out of vision. It's always in your peripheral. Uh, and I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay there, just doing like a donut, just constantly. I, I see it. Where is it? You got the shadow creatures in your eyes too. I see them. I got them. I get them too sometimes. I really appreciate it. They actually stay around. You know, I give them free rent just to live there in my head. But now, I just run away every time I look at them. Fucking bastards. Yeah, you want them here? I want to get rid of them. Is that what you do all night? <laughs> yeah, so are you getting busy? I'm yeah. pretty much just doing that until I'm assuming I throw up and then. Uh, again, I'm just going to pass out on the street. You last a surprisingly long time. You're out there for about two hours, just walking in circles. Uh, most of the people in the bar are a little bit... Where once they were having a good time with you, seeing you sort of flex and get angry, they, they got, they're pretty afraid. They're just letting you do your own thing outside. I, and I just do that, and uh, no, no bed. I just fall asleep where I'm at. All right, you just pass out right outside the doors. You're mm-hmm. in that little alleyway that leads to the entrance of the, the Red Dove. At some point while he's out there, I leave. And then I guess I would get back by the time he is passed out. <laughs> yeah, so when you when you walk out, he's out there doing donuts. I, Doesn't notice I do all. want to, uh, on my way out, I'm going to tap Archie. Hey, uh, I'm going to take off for an hour or two, but uh, I'll be back. All right, all my stuff's up in my room. But uh, I'll be out, so I'll see you in the morning. All right. <clears throat> well, uh, be careful. You know, uh, you know the rules. I'm gonna go uh, yeah. try to wrangle this big fucking lug. God, he's a sweaty fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you, Arch. And I'm gonna walk out. And after after, after walking in circles for like two hours, there's puddles of sweat. It's almost like it. It's like it rained, but just in that one little path where he'd been walking. Well, I was just gonna say I'm gonna try to uh, stop Mooney from doing fucking donuts in the outside and get him inside into a room. He doesn't notice you at all. All right. He's too busy. Like just, he's kind of just like windmilling in circles, trying to punch yep. things up there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it. I'm gonna go in and go to bed. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wander around town and see if I can find where these these street urchins, these kids, if I can see if they're still out harassing people or get a sign of them. Harassing people? Uh, sure. Uh, where would you like to search for them? Matt? I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna to double back. I'm gonna I'm gonna head back to where I saw him last and just keep just look around. Sure. So you walk sort of back through the market districts, um, back on this main road towards the gate. So like the main road, you can tell is a bit more wealthier area compared to say where the Red Dove is and maybe potentially other neighborhoods. Um, so at, 
this time of the night when there's not as many trades people coming in, you know, in, in and out of the market district to and from the docks. Uh, there's not there's not many people there at this time. Um, but how about, roll me an investigation check. So I was wondering before I roll this. So I had spent my entire child life uh, in a place similar to this, living very similar to these kids. So does that give me like insight into where I think they would go, what kind of patterns they would use, anything like that? I guess what I'm asking um, is, can I roll with advantage? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> your background, I'll let you roll with advantage. All right. I rolled 18 on the first and a 16 on the second. And uh, you said investigation is just plus zero. So 18. Yeah. So back at the main gate, um, you, I mean, you don't see them there, but you can imagine that they're living maybe down from it towards more or less fluent places are. I mean, these were like street urchins for the most part. They weren't mm -hmm. like, yep. they weren't well off kids. Right. Uh, I'm going to head to where I think they would reside or where they would retreat to at the end of the night. Uh, sure. So you, you go down and you're getting more more sort of like where you came from, where the red dots, more sort of run down areas. Um, but as opposed to like being actual houses or shops, even as seedy and run down as they are down where the red dots, you're, you're sort of more into like shanty territory where you're yeah. headed uh, there ramshackle there. shacks and and whatnot, and you see uh, not as large of a gang kids you saw this morning, or no, sorry, when you got to the town, got to got to Aspicus, uh, but you do see you know groups of maybe two or three children uh, sort of just hanging around different areas. Uh, wherever the largest group is, I'm going to walk over to them. Okay. There's about, there's about a group of five, uh, you know, just sort of down one of these sort of meandering routes. Sort of just playing outside. Down. Evening. And I have my hands up, no weapons or anything. Hello? Were any of you in the market earlier today? I'm gonna I'm gonna kneel down and, and take my hat off. It's all right. I'm you're not in any trouble if you were. I just uh, I know you need to eat at the end of the day. No, sir. We don't go to the market district. The guards chase us out. All right. Uh, insight check. Is this kid lying to me? Go for it. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> Can't tell. I'm gonna look around the houses. You know, I, I grew up in a place very similar to this one. Uh, not in this city, but as far as I'm concerned, it's all the same ghetto. Imagine it's not easy. Do you, do you kids have folks, or is it just you? It's just us out here. When uh, you guys are out working during the day, getting money off people, do you have to turn it into someone, or is that something you guys are able to hold on to on your own? We just keep it for ourselves. Make sure no one else takes that's it good. from us. No, that's that's good. That's smart. Man, it, it, the town that I grew up in, we had a uh, a higher up wasn't a kid, uh, and he always would take the largest cut. You know, it, it's good to see that when you're putting in the work, you're getting the money for it. 
so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear it. Now, I, I know one of y'all took, took money from me today. Maybe it wasn't you, but it could have been some other kids that you were running with. I, I'm not here to get that money back. But, you see, I, like I said, I grew up in a place very similar to this. I know a lot of tricks. And I kept a very close eye on my purse when I was going through there. But somehow you guys got my money anyway. And uh, I guess, well, the reason I'm here is clearly there's something you know that I don't. And you can keep the money you took from me today, but consider it a payment if you can show me what you did, how you do it. Show me a persuasion. Uh, 19 plus 3, 22. Uh, okay, the the one of the kids is a little a little girl, maybe about seven or eight years. She'll say, well, "We didn't take your money, sir, but uh, we might be able to take it to who did." He's he's really good at it. Don't know if it was him, but maybe. All right, I, I love to meet him. I'll lead you sort of farther down, sort of farther down uh, this 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 winding street into like this sort of like maze of shacks and whatnot. And there's going to be a, a boy, not quite as young as the others. I'd put him about 12 or 13, sort of sandy, short hair. Just sort of, he's not with a group. He's by himself, just sort of sitting outside on like the steps of just, just some, some sort of shack behind him. I want to turn to the girl. What do I call him? John. I need to, really need to, uh, John. Yeah. <laughs> this is John. Uh, Lenny. Welcome to the island of John. Lenny. <laughs> Lenny. All right. I'm approaching him the same way I approached the kids before, but I have like the other kids with me, so I think I'm less uh, less intimidating. Yep. Uh, you're Lenny. He looks up at you. He didn't uh, really pay attention to you approaching. He, he looks up to you. He says, what's it to you? I'm going to get get a little bit closer, but not super close. And I'm going to kneel down so I'm at his eye level. And I'm just going to tell him what I had told the kids. Um, I heard that you were very, very good at what you do. And I imagine maybe you recognized me from earlier. Maybe you took... Uh, a couple gold coins off me, and I was wondering if I could use that as a payment to you. You can keep the money. You're not in any trouble. I'm not going to tell the guards, and but I, I want to learn how you do what you do. Because you're good. You're much better than I ever was, and I did what you did for a long time. Sorry, mister. I don't have time for that sort of thing. Well, I've got my own what are you doing right care now? Of. No, I, I understand that. I Believe me, I understand that. How about this? How about the money that you took from me? We'll consider a down payment. And I'll pay you some more after you show me. There's more money, more coin in it for you, and maybe I'll grab you guys something to eat or something. If I like the lesson. Not necessarily after your money, mister. No, but... It's just a means to an end. It's a means. It absolutely is a means, and I'm I'm willing to provide some means. Well, I'm trying to take care of my mom. Gotten real sick, and I keep bringing money to the alchemist to get some medicine, but it seems like it's never enough. 
All right. What kind of medicine? Don't know. Didn't get to go to school, you know. Don't really learn about these sort of things. Fair enough. Just, he says, just says he knows what she needs. All right. And do you know how much he needs? Don't know. Keep bringing in more and more, but I never get what I need. He takes this money from you. Yes, he does. Inside check. Is this kid? Is this kid feeding me bullshit right now? I mean, inside. Ah, uh, ten. I uh, can't tell. If I get you your medicine, you'll teach me. Yes, I will. Right. And how much have you given this alchemist already? At least, at least fifty. Fifty gold. All right, and. When I get you this medicine, where do I find you? Here? Either here or out in the streets working. I come back here at night. I'll be back. Where's this alchemist? Alchemist is in the market district. The green flagon. All right. And when I go in and I talk to him about your mom, is he going to know who I'm talking about? Is, does he know her name? He should know. All right. May I know her name? Sarah. Well, you be safe till I get back and beyond that, but I'll be back. I'm going to stand up and start making my way to the market district. Yeah. He won't say anything as you leave. Can I get a read on any of the other kids who were there? Did they seem to be buying into his story? Did they know the story or were they kind of like any look of surprise on their face or anything when he was talking? Probably another insight check. Retroactive insight. Even worse, twelve. Or I'm sorry, uh, two. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Know. You weren't really. You were listening to him. You weren't really paying attention. As I'm walking away, the hat goes back on, and I'm heading to the alchemist. Uh, okay, go back to the market district. It's not very difficult to find. There's not really uh, many alchemist shops here. Uh, closed. It's middle of the night. Are there any hours or anything on the window? No. I don't know if they necessarily posted their hours in medieval yeah. <laughs> times. That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to head back to the Red Dove and I'm going to wake up Archie. Right. And I walk past the, uh, un well, I don't know how long I've been gone, but I probably walk past the unconscious Burbold. Hey, Arch. Yeah, he, he's, he's sort of just laying in the road. Like, passed out. Hey, Archie. When he wakes me up, I'm going to come up with a uh, knife. Whoa, whoa. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, I told whoa, you not to wake you up right, like right. that. You told me not to wake you up unless I need some. That was our that was our agreement. And I need some. Alright, what's that? I'm going to put the knife away. So I was wondering if you would be interested in doing an excursion with me tonight. Um, maybe a little bit of a and e Ooh. I know you usually don't turn that kind of stuff down. I don't know what's in it for you, but uh, there might be something good. All right. Well, I'm always down for a little uh, breaking and entering. All right. Do, uh, do we want to include any? Do we want to include our friends? Not the big one because he's passed out. Do we want to include the other one, or do you think it should just be you and I? Well, I'll uh, I'll put that one on you. Put this together there. Put together your crew if you want one. 
And I'm, I'm going to get up. We, I'm visibly naked. We've been doing I'm naked underneath the bed. I've, we've been together for so long on I'm this journey. So. All right. Yeah. Um, well, we've been doing it just the two of us for so long, but I think you might come in handy. So I'll go ask. I'm going to go over to uh, where. Well, at the very least, maybe we can use him as a distraction. Right, he plays right. his music go, somewhere. Go ask him. I'm going to go to uh, Trog, a.k.a. Randy's room. There's a kitchen at this bar, right? Yeah. I'm in a soup pot. <laughs> I I can't find him. Yeah, I will say Doc tried his best to kick you out of the kitchen, but every time he turned his back, he managed to slip like between his legs or you know through him, and he eventually just gave up. Uh, if I can't find him I'm, uh, in a couple minutes, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go back to Archie. Well, roll me an I investigation. Think, I wouldn't think to look in the kitchen. You might. You knew he slept in a soup pot the other day. Yeah. All right. Uh, I rolled a 10. I'll look in the kitchen. Well, shit. All right. Hey, uh, hey, Randy. And I'm going to knock the side of the pot. Yeah. Are you, uh, interested in a little adventure tonight? Oh, fuck yeah. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. At the very least, it's just going to be you playing music outside. Or making a noise, making a commotion if uh, things come to it. Keeping an eye out for us. You can do that. All right. I appreciate that. And uh, maybe there'll be something in it for you, too. We'll see what uh, what we get out of it. But um, All right. We're going to meet up with Archie, and we're just going to leave our big friend here. I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, he was uh, he was chasing those uh, shadow creatures in, in, in the corner of his eyes. Couldn't see him. Get him. Uh, we're gonna leave that one be for now. I'm gonna go up to Archie's room. You ready to go? Uh, Archie, Archie. Oh my God, Archie. Yeah, buddy. He went back to sleep. All right, you ready to go? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, we're gonna head. We're gonna head over All to right. uh, the Green Flagon. All right, you guys retrace your steps. You go back out from the Red Dove to back to the Market District. Um, there are guards patrolling. Um, there's not a ton of guards, but you will see them occasionally walk up the street and walk down. Um, I'm, I'm way over. I'm going to fill these guys in with what's going on. Now, uh, Arch, once we get into this place, we're, we're, doing the, uh, we're doing the bull in the china shop. That's our plan. We're, we don't, if we go in and one thing goes missing, the thing that goes missing might bring a little bit of undue attention to some parties. And we don't want that. So our goal is to take a couple things, break a couple things, make it seem like we didn't take what we took. So uh, we're doing the bull in the China stop run. We've done that a couple times before. So. All right. All right. That sounds like a plan. And, uh, uh, Trog, I think your your big thing. Well, Randy, your big thing is going to be looking out for the guards. You got it. Uh, if they start getting getting squirrely coming our way, you get their attention. You talk to them. You ask questions. You play them music. You do what you. Can. All right. And uh, we're going to use our fake names just because I, I 
I kind of like it. Makes sense in this context. So, all right. Okay. So you guys are outside of the dark and locked doors of the green flagging 